I'm Justin Barsha, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, this is Dean Wilson, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. We are live streaming on YouTube, episode 115, DJ TJ in studio. What's up, guys? JT, JT Cooley. What's up, man? What's going on? All right, let's, uh, so Torque One, the title sponsor. If you guys listened real close last week, you might have heard me say that Torque One was the title sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show. Yeah, that's, you know, me flubbing something. Thanks, Craig Martin, for catching that. Anyway, the, the Moto X-Pod show is brought to you by Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing is providing high-quality economical performance parts. Check out TorqueOneRacing.com for grips, handlebars, shifters, brake pedals, and more. Johnny and Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, Shock Socks, MX Girl Designs for your graphics needs, All Sport Dynamics, Wrist Braces, Mad Jack Synthetics is Amsoil Independent Dealer, Fly Racing, Power Band Racing for your WP suspension work, Works Wheels and Mods for engine work, Cerakoting, Extreme Colors for helmet painting, and Kyle Tucker with Keller Williams Key Partners. Uh, we'll talk more about some of our sponsors here in a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about Atlanta, but TJ, we talked off air. We've got a bunch of giveaways tonight, so if you listened last week, we're still doing the Amsoil Sponsorship. That's right, man. That's actually a really cool deal there, being able to get, like, basically dealer costs for yeah. all your stuff. That's For that's, a year? That's it, for all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what it is is Dane Evans with Mad Jackson Synthetics is going to give uh, a wholesale a sponsorship. It's a wholesale pricing on all your oil needs, whether it be your motorcycles, ATVs, UTVs, vehicles, whatever. Um, whatever you need for a year. All the details are on MotoXPodShow.com. There's an Amsoil contest um, we call it a link or whatever, a little tab, because I really made it way too complicated last week, so I just put the details up there. Get entered. There's a bunch of people already entered. We're going to do that for about two more weeks. Uh, then we'll let the thing go. Tonight, we are also giving away a set of fly kinetic mesh gear that will drop this weekend at Daytona. I thought I, w- I, thought I was getting that. How many times do you have to say that before you realize you don't get anything free? If you want free stuff, call the Pulp Show. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, we're going to give that away. We What we're going to do with that, we're going to drag it out for the next three shows. So the people, for about three weeks anyway, so that the people that don't listen to our show the next day or whatever, you got a couple weeks to catch up. We're going to drop a secret word somewhere throughout the show. You will then contact us at MotoXPodShow.com. Contact form. Tell us the secret word, 
and tell us why you think you deserve the gear. But uh, we'll drop that secret word later. I get to pick the word? Yeah. Please yeah. no. Yes. You get, to, you get to pick the secret word. It'll be somewhere throughout the show. We don't know where. Um, and I feel like there's... Okay, we just gave away a power band racing service. That was one on Instagram. Um, okay, and if you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube tonight, we are giving away a set of shock socks. Doesn't have to be that color. That's just what I had in handy. And I also have a set of fly socks. Not shock socks. Socks that we're going to give away at so some point to one of our giveaway. YouTube viewers. So if you guys are listening right now, watching, stay tuned. Um, and we're going to do that just to the guys at YouTube because yep, yep. we do pause the recording for the podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do the giveaway for the shock socks and the fly socks. So the double sock giveaway during those pauses. <laughs> two separate winners. Two separate winners. Yeah, yeah. So heck yeah. Somebody's not going to get two sets of socks. So, but anyway. You only um, get one sock? Yes. One sock. One sock each. <laughs> uh, anyway, great show tonight. We've got rock star Huskies Michael Moseman. Cade Clayson's going to come on, tell us what he's doing this year up in Canada. Uh, we have the lovely Maggie Blair, who is wife to Daniel Blair. And um, Eric Tetzliff, I hope I said that right. Eric Tetzliff is a listener of the show. He's a vet rate rider. Um, and his son, Eli, has been racing the Kicker Arena Cross Series a little bit. We're going to have them on, uh, like we all, we say all the time. We like to have our vets and our local, just local riders. It doesn't have to be super famous people on the show. They, um, the guys from the G3 racing team that normally do the Nitro series, yes. J series, they all went and did kicker last weekend. Okay. Um, the, um, what's his name? He's been building the tracks. The guy just did, um, underground over again, a uh, Poulter, Randy Poulter. And the, the guys were impressed that kicker seems like it's just a one day event and they had pretty good turnout. It sounds like. So it's pretty interesting to, to hear the G3 guys and, and, um, Jay Reynolds even told the guys, "Hey, good luck." You know what I mean? Hey, JT, what do you think? What uh, so we're we're having maybe having a YouTube issue. Um, JT, what did you think about Atlanta? Um, it was cool. Um, that uh, sand section was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, you, did you like it? Because I've heard a lot of negatives about it. I mean, I didn't dislike it. So hey, um, hang, hang on one second, JT. It doesn't matter if this sounds bad. If you guys are listening later on to the podcast, we may be having a YouTube issue. Do you have people logged in watching? Yeah, people are watching, so that may be age restricted because of language. Well, it or it may have something to do. She's my fiance. For those who are wondering what's going on, just text me and said that her she's trying to watch on YouTube and it says restricted. But tell her because she's at, we, the, she's at the hospital with her daughter who just had a surgery. So oh, I wonder if they're. I bet it's on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So anyway, continue. You guys talk about Atlanta. Let me. It was it was really good race. Yeah, we. Uh, it was a good race. Uh, um, I, I thought the sand section with like they gotta they gotta add something. They can't just have a turn like they were saying. Yeah. I've heard some guys say you know if it was a straightaway or something, if they would have made some moguls on the inside and yeah, because it funneled down to one line. It did, it did, and which is sad because I really like the sand section. I think they can really play into <laughs> what's going on, but unfortunately, it didn't at all. Like it was just one line, and then I just don't understand why. In God's green earth, does the um, over-under mm-hmm. have to basically be a takeoff on both sides? Somebody's oh, yeah. Why well, it's got to be so steep? So steep, yeah. man. It's so steep. You know, the thing that always trips me out about those things, it seems like they're always coming out of a corner. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, someday, and I think it's happened before, somebody's going to go off the side of that thing. Oh, last year. Who went off of it last year? 
Did uh, it happen last year? Yep. Somebody with uh, Bowers didn't. Bowers went off the side Maybe. of it last year. Uh, Hampshire was all. I mean, his like he knocked the tough blocks off the side <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He almost went off. So. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, for those of you on the YouTube channel, if you guys see the banner behind us, MX Girl Designs, she created this banner for us. So yep. besides graphics, she can do banners for all your needs. It's got all our sponsors here. Is it backwards? Uh, on the YouTube channel, it seems to be. Yeah, it seems to be. It's backwards on the YouTube thing. That's really weird. That's weird. We have to get her to print it in reverse, or we've got to why, figure that <laughs> Why is it recorded? Well, is everybody seeing it that way, or is it just the, because we're looking at the camera? God, this the, is a terrible episode so far. This is what they love. They this said is all it's the, fun. Oh, so okay. it is forward. It's just on our stuff. Hey, it's not backwards. What hand am I raising? <laughs> <laughs> It's right. <laughs> yeah, if you can tell me what hand I'm raising, you get a set of fly shot socks. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so people anyway. are just going to be like, right, 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 right. <laughs> or left, 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 whatever. Yeah, don't give them the answer. I did. I said both of them. Right. Well, yeah. they have a 50-50 shot. Yeah. <laughs> just like TJ's their fantasy yeah, game. Uh, just be guessing. <laughs> Corey T- uh, Triton just said right hand. That's Sure, that's, that's right. That's okay, it. so hey, Corey, uh, send so us a Corey, Corey, DM me uh, on the Moto X Pod Show Instagram. I will send you some socks. So, okay, so we're still talking about Atlanta. Um, JT, anything else besides the sand? Um, racing was okay. That's about it. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, Showdown wasn't what I was hoping for. No, I'm glad to see AC getting win. Yeah. Um, you know, like... In my mind, I'm going, okay, I would have loved to see this huge battle between AC and Fortner, but realistically, I don't want them to kill each other, trying to beat each other, because right. those are kind of, well, I'd like to see those guys win the championships. Although I did pick Jordan Smith, um, I'd like to see, I kind of, I'd like to see Austin win one. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad it was, they didn't, like, kill themselves. He hadn't took the big digger yet. Pro, right. PC has got their bikes dialed, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Man, their bikes are good right now. On no starts, doubt. on, I mean, on everything, unless you're Garrett Marchbanks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> just, am I being a dick? Am I right, being a dick? I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Um, well, how about you? Anything spectacular? Anything that was really exciting about the, the race? The LCQ. Like I mean, yeah. for the most part, the other podcasts have already talked about it, so we yeah. don't need to focus on it too much, unless there's just something just that over, stood out for you. Just overpriced pizza. I was uh, almost oh, at, almost had to walk out of the room. I had three guys in the 450 oh, LCQ. God. Oh my it, god! I, was I think stressing. everybody was kind of yeah. That LCQ was full of people's picks. Yeah, I was not happy. We were talking off air, so JT, you always do really well. Like it pisses me off. We're getting there. Over the last year or two, I've done really really bad. But the last three weeks have been good. Yeah, you're getting better. I was like, I think I had a hundred and thirty four points after the 250s, which is pretty damn yeah. good. And I had moved up from about 2,000th overall to the top 300 or 350, somewhere in that. And I was really, really excited. And then my 450s fell apart. Yeah. And, but I'm still inside the top 1,000. So, you know. Yeah, I'm uh, sitting 24th overall right now. You suck. I don't, that uh, pisses me off. Like, I don't know how many you're supposed people to, You know, you should be proud of your buddies, but it, it, it's <laughs> not that way. I'm really pissed. Like, well, I didn't think I did that great, and I moved up. 20 positions on the weekend. Yeah, this is 24th out of everybody, which is amazing. Yeah. But I think, like, the guys who are picking the the uh, setting, like, Truman, I talked to him about them doing their um, – Handicaps? Their, the handicaps. Yeah. They're too good. Those guys are – they know too much. Oh, With yeah. the other league that we used before – there was some, there was some oddball little oh, things yeah, that, for that, sure. that if you're in the <laughs> know, study it too much, yeah. yeah. If you're in the know, you can jump over and and 
what? I'm just reading. I'm trying to oh. read. And you could jump over and like, oh, I can pick this guy because these people don't know that this guy's a local guy and this and that. Mm-hmm. But they have so much inside information. I mean, how many ties are there? There's probably like I think there's five or six people in front of me that are tied for the same place. Yeah, and I mean, oh, it's, right. it's all like that. And people, yeah, so. And I'm getting beat basically by people who are terrible at this game, and so that's no. that's the right. If there's questions or anything, I got you. We can write You're it down. terrible at the game. I'm terrible this year. Yes. Well, um, like I almost quit watching Supercross because I'm so terrible. <laughs> because of fantasy. Yes. So we've got a, we still got a little bit of time before we get to our first guest, which is Michael Moseman. Um, so I want to talk about Daytona coming up. You guys are going. Doc's yep. going to race. Um, I'm going to race it. You are the also. vintage day. The vintage. The, yeah. The, the day after fifty the, class. No. What did he say? The vintage day. <laughs> okay. So the day, okay, so they have the Supercross on Saturday. Sunday and Monday are the amateur, like, like amateur Supercross day. And then on. Is it amateur, amateur all-stars like the others? Or is no, it the Ricky Carmichael? It's the Rick Carmichael. Okay, so Rick it's Carmichael totally thing. different. It's totally different than, than, than it's that. It's an amateur national. It's an amateur national. And then, the, um, and then on Wednesday, they're having a vintage Supercross. Tuesday. And what are you going to ride? Tuesday. It's on Tuesday. Um, they have what's called a uh, Revolution Two class. Which, Is that your one twenty five? That yeah. On okay. What, it's a. It's any. It's any two stroke that's two thousand seven or older. So okay. my YZ's in 06. Cool. So, um, I think it'd be fun. I've yeah. uh, Rob Fox from the Dunlop truck. He I don't know if you met him or anything. Yeah. But he's going to be there. He he talked. He me and him were talking. He's like, yeah, I want to race it, and you should come out. So uh, me and him are going to race it. I think he's riding the over. 30 maybe over 40 but that's what i'm signing up over 40 revolution 2 i'll probably go out there and get last but hey it'll be cool seeing all the yeah. seeing all the vintage bikes on a ride your 125 and that sand track ought to be in that rock. i rode it last year oh okay i didn't think you rode last year yep i did we're not okay. gonna talk about last year yeah yeah i don't hey um be quiet jt <laughs> yeah i gotta talk about how bad it was so, bad last year i do i, I want to talk about our sponsors a little bit more um we've got i've got some stuff sitting here on the table that you can see so this helmet Fly F2, so that's one of our sponsors. But and it's, it's not a dirty, wore-out helmet. That's the paint job. That's yeah, like, yeah. If you see it in person, so, it's amazing. This is one of the helmets that our sponsor, Extreme Colors, Kirk Hunter, painted. Mm-hmm. Um, the, if you don't know what that design is, it's basically Luke Skywalker's X-Wing helmet on the, the side over there, because um, I'm a nerd. But this helmet, yeah, he, he'll paint any helmet like this. You can check him out on Instagram at Extreme Colors and see what else he does. But $295, very, very hard to beat for a custom-painted helmet. That's super cheap. Uh, we've got some Amsoil chain, chain loops lube. in here. Really good chain loop. Yep, great chain loop. Our shock socks. Uh, you know what? I want to give these Defy grips away too tonight. We'll do that on YouTube also. So those are some Defy lock-on, Torque One Defy lock-on grips. We're going to give that set away. They're a set of white grips. Um, this we'll, is two-stroke. Is it two-stroke only? These are two-stroke ones. Okay. See, so, I, I wasn't even sure. All right. So, yeah, we'll give those away. Somehow. Sometime tonight for the YouTube listeners. All the stuff that we're going to give away that's on this table will be YouTube. And then over there on the far right are my personal custom uh, all-sport dynamic wrist braces on that Black mannequin hand. of the hand. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rad, right? Mm-hmm. So just some things that you guys check out. Check out our sponsors. Um, you know, we brought Kyle Tucker on last – or I, we brought him on as a new sponsor last week. If you guys are looking to sell a house or buy a house anywhere in the country, Kyle Tucker with Keller Williams Key Partners can help you out. It uh, doesn't matter if you're in his local area. He's got people all over the country that can help you. Um, he's a he's a moto guy. He's into the sport. He want to come on and support our show, so we need to support him back. Um, so anyway, give him a call at 913-744-4790 or email him at kyletucker at kw.com. And if you don't have something to write on, 
All our sponsor links are on our website, motoxpodshow.com. Dot com. Yeah, I want to keep getting, I want to get people to go that thing more often. Um, and then our YouTube channel, like if you're not watching the YouTube right now, we're going to try to do stuff like this every time we do YouTube where we give stuff away. We want more people going to it. We put up videos from when we're at the Supercross races. I put up a stupid video of my shop, the tour of my shop the other day. TJ puts up videos when he's doing things. Just, um, <laughs> And then um, Eric Tetzleff, who's going to be on later tonight, sent me a clip of his son racing Kickerina Cross. We posted that. The Moto X Pod show is a family. Our listeners are part of the, the Moto X Pod family. That's right. We want to post your, your videos if you're at the track, you're hanging out with your buddies. Um, it's just, yeah, I want, I want to get it up there. I think it's it's cool. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll probably put some stuff together for the Daytona trip mm-hmm. and going down there. Let JT run the camera and the editing. I do a great job. You know how many messages I got about your music? Please take the music off. Please get rid of that music on that one video. Please, please don't have that music. I got to find out which video it is and play that and music. All of the music. Over, the whole much, video. Yeah, pretty much any uh, anyone you did. So, And hey, Tony Cutler, if you're listening, if you're on you YouTube, in. I want some video of New Zealand, dude. Get me a 30-second clip, a minute clip, whatever. And An hour-long clip. It's a, there's so much well, That's there. hard to email. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, whatever you can get us, I want some footage of you riding in New Zealand. And Gringo, I want some video, dude. I know you're riding some. when you, Your son's back riding a little bit. I want some video to put up on our YouTube channel. So, uh, yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about right now or... Anything specific? We've got about ten minutes before we got to get a hold of Michael Moseman. Uh, we've got some editing to do before we do that, so we probably need to wrap this up for a couple minutes and get to our first break. Yep. You, you want to go do that now? Yep. It's up to you. All right. JT's so gonna, being too quiet over yeah. there. Yeah. Well, once we get some guests going, so we're gonna take a break on the main show. The YouTube channel will keep going, and we'll we'll talk to those guys a little bit. We'll try to answer some questions while we're editing. Cool. All right, cool. We'll be back. Right, we are back with our first guest of the night who is brought to you by Powerband Racing. Powerband Racing is a suspension company dedicated to providing the best service and products. They are authorized WP service center and trusted by riders like Ryan Sykes. From mini bikes to big bikes, Powerband Racing has your suspension covered. Contact them at 320-983-3400 and follow them on Facebook and Instagram. On the line with us is Rockstar Huskies number 36, Michael Moseman. What's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, doing good, man. Just uh, trying to stay warm. I'm sure it's cold where you are, too. Uh, yeah, in Florida here, uh, it's a little bit a little bit cold. Not too bad, though. Not too bad. Uh, it was like 29 this morning when I got up. It's crazy. Dang. Yeah, no, it's uh, a little bit like colder than usual, but yeah, uh, yeah still, still nice. Well, man, we're we're a little ways into your series. You had, first of all, you had a little bit of a break. Then they bring you back for one race, a showdown, and then you're off again. What does that do? Yeah, to your oh pro- yeah. What does that do to your program? How do you feel about that? Um, man, I love it. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just for like where I'm at in my um, training and stuff, and um, in my health, and it's like I I can this this break came at a good time for me. Um, and I don't know. It's just it was it was nice to regroup and then um, kind of to hit it hard for for Atlanta. But um, I wasn't 100 percent healthy, so okay. Um, this comes at a good time for me to to heal up and then to 
um, hit it again and see how I'm coming around. I'm really surprised by that response because I, I, I know when you're in race mode or when you're out of race mode for a few weeks, it's sort of hard to get back into it. So to come in, get all fired up from one round, and then take another week off, I thought that would be kind of difficult. Yeah, it definitely um, – it was definitely weird. Uh, I would <laughs> say Atlanta, um, like, yeah, even the week leading up to it, like, just kind of snuck up on me. Right. And then, and then like, it, there was a sense where I, like, didn't get all fired up um, for the race. I was like – it just kind of, like, happened. Um <laughs> Which was which was a little bit different, but um, yeah, and and so, um, and and I I do you know like like hitting him in a row. That's definitely nice, but dude, the weekends take like so much a toll on you that like I'm I'm okay to do one and then uh, take a week off. Have good time, yeah. So the after this weekend, you say you're like healing up and all that kind of stuff. Was there anything that you were like? surprised by like oh i'm i was way better here than i thought or i wasn't as good here i need to work on this that this little jump in race is going to help you in your training forward um so uh just to go ahead and like yeah i I don't know let the world know i guess but um i had a big crash um the tuesday before atlanta and uh i wasn't able to ride like at all up until like after that um, and like I hurt some, some ribs mm, and, yeah. uh, kind of just like, yeah, I'm, I'm still hurting from it. And my knee was all swollen, my ankle and my right hand. And, um, I, I was thoroughly beat up. And so, uh, I, I was like wrapped like a mummy to race, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, I, I liked, I liked uh, my starts this weekend. I think I, I learned something there. Um, and I think my, my intensity was, was pretty good. Um, for me as, as a second year guy, I mean, every time I'm on the track, I'm learning. Yeah. And, uh, but this week, uh, I built some confidence. I, I got nice and, you know, I, I think I'm better than that, but, um, just for, for this night, it was, it was fun. I don't um, I'd like to say thank you for killing in fantasy for me. <laughs> and, <laughs> with your, um, oh yeah. Are you training down in Florida or are you out in California? Um, I'm in Florida. I'm in Florida. I uh, Baker's Factory, right? Tyler Hatchery, yeah. Baker's Factory. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's super nice. Yeah, the weather's been pretty good down there yeah. versus yeah. Been raining everywhere else. Yeah, it uh, it rained today. Um, the guys got rained out. I haven't been able to ride. Uh, I tried riding Monday, but uh, I couldn't, so um, I'll take I don't know how many days off. But, right, uh, right. Yeah. Get healed up. Uh, we actually got rained out, and it's actually, you know, probably in the 50s or whatever right now. It's, it's you know, super cold for Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So do y'all, so yeah. this weekend coming up, having the race is pretty well local to y'all. Do y'all go out to the races and hang out, or do you just, like, stay away and just work on that kind of stuff? Um, I'm, I'm going to go out to the races. I think, um, I want to, I don't know if I'm going to stay the whole night, um, uh, but go out for practice and, um, you know, track walk and, that'd be cool. Um, uh, and then, you know, do an autograph signing because it's funny. A lot of the guys are like, Oh no, like, you know, they would try to avoid that, but dude, yeah. like, I, I love it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I've noticed that with you, like you, I think we talked about this before, like you're always very high in high spirits, big smile. 
um, when I met you at Dallas, I think it was last year, or no one Dallas, mm-hmm. it was St. Louis. Um, yep. dude, like you, you were relatively new to the press conferences, and and so was I. And you're just big <laughs> smiles, and then every time I see you, man, I, I could tell that you just enjoy being there, enjoy the fans, and you even seem to enjoy us as media. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm a people person. Yeah, um, uh, I'm an extrovert, and so. Um, yeah, I, I, I love it. I love being at the races, and um, it's just awesome that I can do what I love, you know, and, uh, you know, train with these guys, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, on a Wednesday, and all we got the road bike ride, like, man, can you believe this? Right. All, all we have to do is a road bike ride. Like, I don't know any other jobs that we get off, like... Start at nine and yeah. finish at ten thirty. Like, yeah, that's not yeah. Hey, while you're doing that, I'm generally digging a ditch. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> rad though. But hey, man, I mean, it, you know, and I've I've seen you're sixth overall in points right now um, mm-hmm. in the West. Are you mm-hmm. pretty? Are you pretty happy with your results? I mean, you've gotten uh, let's see, twelfth, tenth, eighth, seventh, and twelfth. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't uh, it doesn't sound great. But 12th, watch, watching you I'm ride, 12th, man, 12th. I really see big improvements from last year, especially in the whoops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from last year, I mean, I'm I'm a new man um, <laughs> as, as far as my riding goes. I mean, first day I had um, the whoops sorted out. And not to say that that's, you know, my strong suit, but it's it's really getting there, and I'm, I'm growing in confidence. And uh, I did a lot of study in the offseason, and things kind of just became clear to me. Um, some technique stuff that I was doing wrong in them. And, uh, I, like, first day I was just kind of clicked. I was able to put those pieces in place. And so, um, but as far as me being, like, happy, um, I haven't been pleased with any of my rides, really. Okay. Um, yeah, not not one um, that I would say. I'd say this weekend, this ninth place finish, uh, was probably the one I was most content with. Um because of all the circumstances, like, just to be there and to race was, like, you know, a miracle in itself. And, uh, and so, so I was content with that. Um, however, like, seventh in Oakland, like, that was my best finish, like, in my career. Mm-hmm. And that, that, like, bothers me. That, like, it just sounds gross to me <laughs> to have seventh be, like, my best finish. Yeah. Um, because, because I see, you know, what I'm capable of during the week. You know, I'm, I'm riding with Shane and and these 450 guys, you know, Cooper and Muskin and Osborne. It's like I know what I'm capable of, and so I haven't seen that translate yet um, to the track. So and I haven't, yeah. Is there something in particular that you, you think th- that reason is? Is there something that you're seeing, whether it be a, a mental block on race day or, you know, is there something that you feel is the cause of that? Um, so, there's a few different things. I think there's one sense, um, probably, it's, like, weird to say, um, but, like, that I just don't, like, have the confidence yet, or, like, I don't have, um, you know, I don't see myself as that guy, Mm. um, as, like, a lot of the people close to me, like, say I am, but, um, and, like, I kind of just have to do it before I believe it. Um, and then also, I just, like, 
I had a ankle injury in the off season, like I cased the triple, didn't crash, and I, I actually I just thought I sprained my ankle, which I was like, oh, I know how to take care of a sprained ankle, like I got this, um, but it kept nagging and nagging and nagging, and um, so like I missed a lot of my off season, and um, for me as a second year guy, like when I miss days of riding, like I get rusty, and then like when I get rusty, I get you know not. That's smooth and a little yeah. sketchy, and so, um, yeah, like even like Anaheim one and and on, like I think I you know I started riding like a week before, um, and not that like I would ride and then it would like I would hurt it and like that just happened over and over, and uh, after after Anaheim one, um, I went and got an X-ray or I went and got an MRI and was like oh. Uh, on the interior, uh, deep ligament uh, was like partially ruptured, and then oh, I wow. had a bone bruise on the front, mm. and then like minor tearing of the ligaments on the left, on the, on the anterior outside of the foot, and so. And that's um, a minor injury, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was not good, but um, it was it's like fairly stable. Um, it, it is stable, but and it's and it's getting better. But man, I, I I injure it here and there, and I've been wrapping my ankle for a long time. And so, just that like inability to ride weekly, um, kind of prevented me, I think, from really building that confidence, really coming in with a full head of steam, um, you know, really trusting it in the whoops. And so, um, that's that's held me back, I'd say, from being that guy. Mm-hmm. And then, um just the confidence so you're 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 talking about confidence and i was curious about that because you look at and you go into the the east coast and you look at right now we have a rider who is getting leading every lap he's just austin fortner's up there he goes into the first Mm -hmm. corner even if he's not right up front he just forces his way to the front and that's a a big confidence thing is that what is that that what you mean like it like when you go into the first corner when there's five guys around you does it cause you to like second guess hesitate. yourself or hesitate? Um, hmm. Hesitate. I don't know. It's just like a, like when you're confident, like you have almost like a, a sense of entitlement. Yeah. To be ahead yeah. of certain it's people. Well, yeah. Like uh, McGrath used to say that he knew he was going to win before he lined up. Like that's something you yeah, just, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, I'm I'm riding, and you know, it's like, oh, that guy is so and so. You yeah, know, it's like, okay. And 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 like, I need to get past that. Um, and like, you know, there is there is some sense that I am, um, and, I'm, and I'm working towards it. Like, and I'm just I'm getting better. Like this this weekend was a confidence booster. Like I've learned a lot. So um, I was looking forward to this to this break before Atlanta to really um, regroup and get some steam rolling. Now that I'm uh, more healthy than I yeah. was beginning this season. Michael, how old so. are you right now? Uh, nineteen. Yeah. So oh you're, wow. You're still a baby, <laughs> man. Yeah. You. What about your old man over here? Yeah. yeah so so. <laughs> you, you're gonna get that confidence. You're gonna get that maturity. You know that race maturity, and especially mm-hmm. I think how much interaction do you have with um, Marvin and you know, when Jason was there? Those those um, more the the vet guys. I mean, how much do you have? You visit with those guys and kind of hang out in between motos, any? Um, I hang out a lot with 
um, Shane Nakarat. Okay. Uh, and like, even I remember like the first few rounds of track walk, like. I would tra- walk the track and I'd be like, "Hey Shane, I'm not sure about this." He's like, "I'm like, what do you see?" Yeah. He's like, "I see this." And I'm like, "All right, cool, I'll do that." <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and uh, but I, um, Jason, he's like super cool. I, I actually really enjoy spending time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, we we differ a lot in sure. personality and um, you know things we like and stuff, but we are also you know both <laughs> professional athletes and. Um, yeah, anyway, so I, I really enjoy um, spending time with him, and, and he'll um, speak some wise words about racing. Uh, as far as Marvin and stuff during the week, um, we don't we don't talk a whole lot. Okay. Um, the, yeah, they're they're kind of with Alden and where we yeah. pilot. Well, the well, reason I know, ask... We'll ride together sometimes, but sure. not a lot. The reason I ask, I guess, is you talking about, you know, getting there to the race and, and looking over and whoever it may be and being, oh, that's so-and-so. You know, and if you were interacting with him during the week, not only on the track, but just, you know, if there was a few moments where you could kind of just talk and hang out, it, yeah. would, it, it would kind of bring them off that pedestal a little bit, you know, and, and you would realize, <laughs> yeah. dude, they're just another guy, you know, because like I said, I told you last time that we had you on, man, I just, I really like you as a person when I, when I met you and I, I want good things for you. And I feel like you have the ability and I can see where it's just a little bit of a mental block maybe right now that, mm. yeah, as soon as you get a good start and go out there and, and realize you can run with those guys, you're going to be over that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's probably it. It's just going to take a little time. So. Well, man, Coming. what's it like training at Baker's factory with Tyler? He, he's a pretty rad dude. I mean, what, what does he help you with the most? You know, what, what, give us a little bit of a rundown of what you've taken away from working with Tyler Rattray. Um, Tyler, he's, um, he's focused a lot on the numbers, really. Uh, he's focused on really just keeping us, um, in line and in structure and, and provides that much needed structure. Um, he doesn't advise a whole ton on like, uh, riding technique, um, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure why some of the guys, like, I don't know, I didn't pay super close attention to Tyler, but they, <laughs> they would make fun of, like, they make fun of him, like, on Supercross, like, his technique and stuff. So, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's it's uh, definitely good working with him and um, just the structure. And then, I mean, as as riders, like, we know how to ride. And so yeah. um, it's just a matter of um, sticking to the program and to push each other. Yeah. Michael, man, hey, first of all, I want to tell you I apologize for screwing up the time zones and getting you mixed up a little bit. That I promise you that's not the first time I've done it. Um, but uh, thank, you, thank you for coming on tonight. I um, hope for nothing but the best for you. I guess, what's the next round for you? Is it um, it's not Seattle. Seattle, then Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see you at Houston. Uh, we won't be at Seattle. Yeah. Make sure you when it cool. does rain, you go practice because it's probably going to rain in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> muddy. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hey man, thank you yeah. so much, and uh, man, just continue to heal up, and we'll we'll can't wait to watch you on TV at Seattle, man. Sweet. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate right. it. Yes, yes sir. You have later. a good night, buddy. Talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, right. guys. Michael Moseman. Dude, that's like that was pretty open, honest about yeah, like, like yeah. I, we got an exclusive. Woo! <laughs> 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 but it's like like saying that I'm a, like I'm around these guys and it's intimidating and 
and being like most guys wouldn't admit to that, no, which is know. cool that he's working and on I've it. And I've asked guys that before, and they're always like, yeah, no big deal or whatever. No big deal. But of course it is. Yeah. I didn't realize he was only 19. Yeah. Yeah. He, his first year of Supercross was last year, and then, yeah, this is his first full year as a pro, I think. That's crazy. Um, so he's got a lot of growing to do, you know, and, and I think he's going to be he's going to be good. You know, um, like seventh or sixth overall in the points isn't terrible. That's really good. in the West. Yeah. Is his yeah, first year West with that team? more stacked than the yeah. East. Is his first year with that team? No, he Second. was with Husky last year. Okay, I yeah, didn't know but, if it was last year. Yeah. Um, all right, so before we go to this commercial break, I want to remind everybody of two things. Our Patreon page. Uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a website you can go to. You can search out artists and shows that you like, such as the Moto X Pod show. You can contribute a monthly payment, whether it be $1 yep. up to whatever you want to do. We have people doing $5, $20. Um, and it, what it does is it helps us with equipment, like you see. The, the camera, well, we actually, the camera was donated by one of our listeners. but And it gets him to the races. We use a lot of that money thing, yeah. to get plane tickets and, yep. and stuff just to get him there and um to so we can get content and to pay for his expensive steak yep. dinners and i'll tell you what i'm no. gonna well i want to kind of tell everybody what we're gonna do at houston but it's sort of a secret that yeah. i was telling you guys but yeah we, yeah maybe we could just tell the youtube listeners yeah because they'll probably keep it a secret i doubt anybody would even i care. don't think well you gotta make it sound better than that tj i'm just saying god you suck You're i'm just real okay so yeah we got a really cool thing coming up at houston but it's also again because of the fact that we can go patreon listeners are supporting us we can take that money for travel expenses it helps us out a ton it's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com all the advertising money the patreon money anything that would which which is not a lot but we yeah. get goes all back into the show yeah. we all we all have day jobs and that's how we uh, pay for our bills. And this right here, we try to put back in the show yeah. to give more content for y'all. We actually lost a Patreon subscriber yesterday or today. They backed out, so we need to do better, maybe. A couple dollars a month we lost there. Um, doesn't matter how <laughs> much it difference. helps. No, I'm saying it makes yeah, a difference. Yeah, it, Everything. Um, it all adds up. So those of you that do... <laughs> no, I was being honest. Those of you that do support us through that, we thank you. Um, we try to do, like, we'll do interviews that we release on Patreon early. Uh, there's actually a Patreon page on our website that is, has a passcode, password, so only Patreon subscribers can get in and get that content. Um, and we, last year, after the first year of having the Patreon account, we gave a bunch of prizes away. I, I had a bunch of signed jerseys. Um, I think we, we had a Blake Baggett signed helmet that somebody got, a Patreon listener got. A lot of cool stuff that we try to do for those guys to give back a little bit. It helps us out more than you guys know. So if you can, support us, help us out. Um and our YouTube channel. If you're not following our YouTube channel, not subscribed, go to it. Moto X Pod Show. Uh, YouTube. What is it? YouTube slash Moto X Pod. Is that how it works? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. guys know how YouTube works. Anyway. All right. We're going to go to commercial <laughs> break. Uh, we'll be back. And yes, Amber, I am going to Nashville. I told you this. Oh. I love you. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. Bye. What's up? Seven Deuce Trace here on the Moto X Pod Show. Hey, Kylie. Does your husband have to deal with leaking shafts? No way, Kathy. He uses Shock Socks, the original and number one 10-second removable fork sill protector. Looks like the best way to keep grit and grime out of your fork sills. So, if you don't want the headache and expense of constantly replacing fork sills, get Shock Socks. Go to ShockSocks.com and visit them on Facebook to pick your color. And don't forget, they are available for street bikes too. Darkside here. Are you guys in the market for a set of new custom graphics? 
Are you tired of the same old basic layouts the big box companies offer? Well, if so, then you need to check out MX Girl Designs. From custom graphic kits, stickers, reproductions, and even vintage, MX Girl does it all. Call or text Char at 936-828-1472 or email Char, C-H-A-R, at mxgirl.com, and that's mxgirl, G-U-R-L, and tell her Moto X-Pod sent you. Mad Jack Synthetics is an independent dealer of Amsoil Synthetic Oils. Amsoil has been around for 45 years and was the first company to bring synthetics to the general public in 1972. Since then, Amsoil has led the way in application-specific oils and fluids designed solely for your cars, trucks, motorcycles, boats, and more. We understand what your needs are when it comes to protecting your investments, whether it be your motorcycles or the vehicle you use to transport your motorcycles. Dane Evans and Mad Jack Synthetics is nationwide with customers and warehouses all across the USA and Canada. By joining the Preferred Customer Program, anybody can buy Anzoil products factory direct at wholesale pricing. Want to stock it at your shop or use it on your fleet of vehicles for your business? Would you like to become an Anzoil dealer and have a tax write-off for your trips to the track or trail and start selling Anzoil to your friends and fellow racers? With Amsoil, you get free shipping on orders over $100, even when you are a wholesale customer. Contact Dane Evans to find out how it all works. We at Mad Jack Synthetics are riders and racers just like the guys at the Moto X Pod Show. We know what you need to keep you in the game week in and week out. Amsoil Incorporated is a sponsor of many of your favorite series, Snowcross, ATV MX, Daytona Bike Week, the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, GNCC, King of the Hammers, Hot August Nights Car Show, and Motorcycle Mechanics Institute. Contact Dane and tell him the Moto X Pod Show sent you. Let him help you save money on your maintenance using Amsoil. Contact Dane at 805-531-9551 or toll free at 855-623-5225 or at madjackdiesel.shopamsoil.com. Like us and contact us on Facebook at Dane Amsoil Guy on Twitter at Dane underscore Evans 393 and on Instagram at Dane underscore Amsoil Guy. What's up, Moto X Pod listeners? This is Darkside, and as motocross racers, one of our top priorities is safety. That's why Allsport Dynamics wrist braces are one of my favorite products. Allsport Dynamics sees themselves as the Picasso of safety braces. Their passion for design and developing beautiful braces never stops. They've had the privilege to work with some of the largest names in the sports industry and have established a reputation for always bringing innovation to the table with every brace. For the pro chasing the championship or the six-year-old whose mom wants to avoid a broken bone, please try Allsport Dynamic Wrist Braces. Go to motocrosswristbrace.com or check out Instagram at wristbraceguy or call 936-569-1003 and ask for Jeff Brewer or Gary White. And keep in mind, these are the wrist braces that Justin Bogle, Joey Savacci, Weston Pike, Adam Cianciarello, Matt Gerke, and Brock Tickleware in their pro careers. Check them out, all sports dynamic braces. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. With research and development, they have become a leader in safety and comfort. Fly Racing is worn by many of the top athletes in motocross and supercross, including Weston Pike, Blake Baggett, Zach Osborne, Andrew Short, Damon Bradshaw, and Adam and Tyler Antonap. Seven two Trey, I wear fly, wear fly too. 
2019 Fly Racing line includes the popular Light Hydrogen, the new Evolution DST line, the all-new Women's Light line, a redesigned F2 helmet, the FR5 boot, and Zone and Zone Pro goggles. Fly Racing also has hard parts for mountain bike products and snow gear. Go to flyracing.com or check out your local dealer for more info. We're back from our commercial break on episode 115, and our next guest is brought to you by Works Wheels and Mods. Brett Hooper at Works Wheels and Mods is the place to go for motor work and any Cerakote needs you have. If you want to add that factory look to your suspension, brake system, wheels, or anything else, contact Brett at hoop2814 at gmail.com. So on the line with us, we have FXR's Cade Clayson. What's up, Cade? What's up, guys? How you doing? Doing good, man. Uh, glad to have you on. Um, I'm really excited about this Canadian season about to kick off. Um, what is your What are your plans? I don't know if you've announced it yet. Do you have something set in stone? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to ride for the same team as last year. We haven't really announced it yet because I haven't gotten my bike yet. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be riding Huskies. Um, I'm actually heading to California tomorrow to uh, head out there and start getting underway on it um it took some time to get them and yeah get the, they were coming down to california to test and stuff and um that was the easiest way for me to get my bike from them so okay. it's, it's easy now because i live in tucson <laughs> so uh i can just you know drive right out there whenever i need to Man, right it, it's pretty awesome right now we've got the great supercross season going on the gps just kicked off this weekend can get yeah, a canadian series is about to pick up this is we are in like like the Perfect the time episode, of moto. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just awesome. perfect. Yeah, it's prime time moto season right now. It's not too hot out. Everyone, everything's <laughs> getting underway. It's, it's good. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've seen you at, a, at, well, I saw you at, uh, I guess it was St. Louis was the last one. No, not St. Louis. That was last year. Um, at Glendale, right? Is that where, or Arlington? Arlington is when I saw you and you cool guyed no, me. No, no, no. I, I saw you and you <laughs> cool guyed me. That's how that went. <sighs> and I feel so bad because it's happened twice. And I swear to you, it's not on purpose. I'm like, I man, my, even my, my chick could tell you when she's with me, like I'm when I'm at one of those races, I, my mind is all over the place trying to figure out where I need to go because I'm not a professional like, you know, Mathis and Weege and just like, I mean, I'm, I'm stressed out when I'm at those things because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to watch practice and how I'm going to get the content I need and how I'm going to get somebody to talk to me. And then I, you make me feel bad. No, man, it's all good. It's all good. I just like giving you a hard time. <laughs> well, do so what, what have you been doing in the off season to get ready? I mean, are you, how have you been training a lot? Um, I've, you know, I've saw some pictures and some video and stuff on your Instagram, but what, what has your pr- uh, training program been like so far? So I was back at club. Um, I was training with the guys, uh, you know, doing a lot of stuff on my Honda that I had from last year. Um, but last week I actually made the trek. My wife and I got a house in Tucson and, um, I sold my Honda and I haven't, I haven't actually rode in two weeks. Um, just because of moving and stuff like that. But, um, like I said, I get to go get my new one, but, um, you know, I was training a lot with uh, a club with Phil and Sean and those guys, and um, you know, doing that everyday thing. Um, right now, it's just been a lot of weight stuff and cycling. Uh, I did a big mountain climb today. I mean, there's a nice big mountain right behind my house, so right on. that's something new that I'm excited about. But uh, yeah, I'm 
I'm enjoying where I'm at. Um, training uh, has been going well. Um, I'm excited to get on the new bike and get some laps on it. So, where are you going to be training out in Arizona? I know you were at club for man, seems like forever. You know, um, it's nice because I can go to California whenever I want. Um, I have some buddies out there that have offered me a place to come and stay and ride, be able to ride there. Um, there's two tracks really close to my house, you know, plus, you know, I got the desert anytime I want. Um, and then, you know, I can go to Phoenix and, um, I've talked to Blos about coming up there and riding with him and there's a, pri- there's a couple private places I can ride. It's not going to be anywhere like one place specific, yeah. but I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of liking this whole like moving around thing and not, it's not that I dislike club, but. You do get over riding the same track, sure. and I'm hoping right. that moving around a little bit more will help me uh, help me out the races. So you said you just built a track at your house? No, there's a, there's two tracks really close. To oh, really house, close. Okay, I was wondering yeah, how the dirt uh, was out there in Tucson. I thought you were about to invite yourself out. I, I would do that too. If you had a track, <laughs> I was going to invite myself yeah, out. Yeah, you would. I would. Hey, I'm going to be driving no. through there in two weeks. I'm, I'm trying to get Blake Baggett to invite me, let me go out there and ride, but I don't think it's happening. <laughs> Oh man, you just gotta show up to a place like that. Yeah, knock right. on the door. You know, one time when I was super little, my dad—I was—I was probably like still in fifties. My dad had a friend that lived next door to Blake and Tyler Wharton. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, um, We just kind of went over there, and my—I mean, I was young, like I didn't know what was going on. My dad took us. He knocked on the door, met the people. They gave us a tour of their Supercross track, their outdoor track. They had a garage just packed to the brim of Suzuki's. Yep. You know, they hooked us up with some jerseys and stuff. Oh, they nice. were super cool. You just got to show up. So That's I'm, awesome. I'm going to ask something I didn't know. Are you from the Texas area, like the northeast Texas area, or did you live there for a while? No, I uh, I have family in Dallas. Okay. But um, I grew up in Ohio. And then I moved uh, to Georgia and then to South Carolina. Yeah, because that, that's where we are. We're east of Dallas area. And I remember all them hauling the Whartons around with a truckload of Suzuki's back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we were just Suzuki's. down there for uh, my dad had to work. And we just so happened to be really close to Pilot Point. And so that, that, us over there. that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to show up over there and be like, hey, Clay told me to stop by. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> do it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Hey, so last year um, it, in the Triple Crown, you just did the outdoors. Is that right? Um, I did two arena crosses. Okay. The whole outdoors and one supercross just for fun on um, uh, two strokes. Oh, it nice. Not serious at all, but yeah. um, I just kind of jumped around. And this year we're planning on doing them all. Okay. Um, you know, it's subject to change, but sure. um, right now we're planning on doing them all. I really feel like that series has great potential. I mean, I know people, there were some issues with the arena crosses last year because the, the, the dirt had, was frozen and it thawed and it was a mud fest. But I feel like they're trying to make something special up there. No, the Thompsons are. They're trying really hard. Um, you know, it's a work in progress. Sure. It's not as big up there, so it's hard to get funding and stuff. And They're doing with what they can. Um, you know, everyone expects it to be, you know, the same as Supercross or Nationals yeah. in the U.S. And, like, in reality, that's not going to happen, and people just have to be okay with it because it's not nearly as big. Um, well, and it, but it, they're trying to do their best and uh, bring in money and grow it for us, you know. Um, so, I mean, we all appreciate it. We just know it's a hard job to, to yeah. handle. Well, and, and Supercross, as we know it, has taken, what, 30, 
40, 30 something years to get yeah. to where it is now. You know, it, it wasn't like this in their in their you know beginning either. It the take, Mickey Thompson days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mix ultra cross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, but it. I, I really. I always say how much I enjoy watching the Canadian rounds. I love the announcing and the enthusiasm those guys have, and uh, the tracks usually, you know, most of the time look pretty cool. And it's just it. The environment seems awesome. I can't. I really want to try to make one. Yeah, that'd be They're cool. a lot of fun. You know, that's that's something that I love about racing up there is how much more laid back it is, and the people are so polite and nice, and you know, everyone's there to help each other. You know, obviously there's always tension when we're racing and stuff. But, sure. You know, if I, if I need something, I can walk over to a rig, and you know, fifty to seventy-five percent of the teams would give me whatever I needed. So, is there? I, I guess a. Any of the guys that are racing Supercross, like the West Coast 250 guys that you know that are heading up there or guys from up there that head down on a regular basis? Not really, besides Pettis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Besides that, um, not really. I haven't really been paying too close attention to it. Um, I, uh, but, I mean, usually a few guys come up and try and do some. I know Cheyenne did, what, two years ago? Yeah. I think Harmon, Cheyenne, Harmon well, did. Oh, Cheyenne that. was up there last year. Yeah, last was year. it last year? Okay, last year. Yeah, he's a local guy for us. Yep, yep, I know Cheyenne. Yeah, he was up there. He was actually my teammate when I did that race on the two-stroke. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, hey, Cade, let's get in. Let's change subjects just a little bit. Um, you know, are there are there any updates are there any – have we gone any further into the the WADA suspension? Do you even care anymore? Uh, I've actually made a ton of headway. Nice. Especially in the last, like, month. I'm actually not really supposed to talk about it. Okay, fair um, enough. Here in, like, the next two weeks, um, a lot of stuff is probably going to happen. And I would honestly say for sure by the end of the month that something will come out regarding me. Awesome. awesome. I, I think Brock's sort of in the same situation. He's been kind of texting me weekly that, hey, something's coming, but he can't talk yet. So hopefully the the rumors, you know, that we hear when we listen to Pulp and whatnot, or, that, you know, that, look, Feld has new people in place. They're trying to get some things changed. And, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with what's happening with you. But hopefully this whole thing will be a thing of the past, at least, even though you suffered the longest. Uh, well, maybe you yeah. and James, but – you know, yeah, it, it's – hopefully this won't happen to anybody else. Maybe they'll give you time yeah. served. Yeah, I mean, we're working on it. Um, you know, I, I have no idea what exactly is going to happen. Um, but, you know, it's uh, – like I said, it's a work in progress. Um, we have made some headway. I, I don't really know if – I don't, don't want to bash them if they are, but I don't really know if Phelps doing anything. I know that AMA has been trying to help a lot. Um, my dad has a phone call with one of the top guys at the AMA like a couple times a week, which is really cool. Um, you know, he's stepped up a lot and kind of been a middleman for us. Um, and yeah. yeah, the FIM got some new people and they've been really good to work with so far. So yeah, like I said, hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, um, right. something will, something will be said. Yeah. And I, I meant FIM, I said failed, but I meant FIM, but yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, as far as fail goes, there, I mean, it may be like a trend happening maybe in motocross across the board because they're kind of doing the meetings that uh, Tyler Bowers is was kind of a, a catalyst for, and it sounds like we may have a, the the powers that be starting to work with the riders, which would be a, something completely new for motocross and supercross. Yeah, that would be 
very different. Um, you know, things are set, yeah, things are things are changing definitely. You know, I heard uh, a lot of guys were stepping up and really kind of putting their foot down, and you know that's good, good for them. You know, I, I obviously haven't had any part in it, but um, you know, some things need to change, and some things can just improve. And right. you know, there's no one really better to advise them on that than the guys who actually have to deal with it. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So talking of talking about some changes, have you is Next year, they're going to do the Canadian Series a lot like they did this year. Have they talked about future plans for the tracks and all that kind of stuff, especially like the arena cross or super cross section or whatever? Um, you know, they like um, they said they really want to improve the dirt situation, obviously, because that was a shit show. That was something. They want to work better with some of the outdoor tracks. They had a lot of issues. Um, just like getting set up and who was responsible for what, for what, and, you know, um, I'm really good friends with Galdi and he's kind of been telling me about stuff that they're working on and, um, you know, they're, they're trying to make steps in the right direction. It's obviously a work in progress, but, um, I'm not really the guy that's in there, but from what I've heard, they're, they're trying their best to really, uh, step their game up. Yeah, that's good, and we we need that. I mean, what what's going on now? Everybody that loves this industry knows is re- absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll we'll get something figured out, and you know maybe we'll get to see you back in the U.S. at some point because uh, then then I won't cool guy you if you're racing here. <laughs> oh, is that is that all it takes? You have to actually be on the track and not get cool guy. No, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, so I mentioned you know, you working with FXR. That's been going on for what two years now. Yeah, this is the second year I've been doing it. Um, it's kind of it's really fun for me. Yeah, I, uh, I get to go to the races and hang out and work with. You know, I'm friends with ninety percent of the guys mm-hmm. that I get to deal with. So, um, you know, I get to obviously just help them in any way I can and uh, just be a part of it. You know, I've gotten to meet a lot of cool new contacts through Andy uh, White, who's you know technically my boss. Um, He's introduced me to a lot, and, you know, he hired me because I know a lot of people as well, so I've introduced yeah. him to some, and, you know, it's been a really good working relationship, and, you know, it's going to, he said he's going to keep me on as long as I need, you know, something to do, he uh, does do a good job, so that's a plus. Um, do you get to test out all the new gear with FXR before it comes out, or are you just kind of doing, like, the traveling and giving stuff to riders and stuff like that? Yeah, what's your role? Um, um, they'll send me some stuff. You know, honestly, uh, Kiefer does a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. um, and they have guys like in house that are really good riders that um, they'll get it like almost two years in advance. Oh, wow! So like that's how far in the future they try to work. Um, and you know, they're guys up there riding in it and trying it. Um, you know, Milt, um, the guy who Milt Raymer, um, he owns FXR. He's a really good rider as well. He uh, he does a lot of product testing. He's crazy involved in how everything is developed and made. And, um, so I mean, they have plenty of guys that kind of do that. Um, like I said, I mean, if they need something tried, or, um, or one of the design guys, Carson, he uh, sends stuff to me. And he's like, "Hey, try this. Tell me if it holds up, or something like that." But it's never like, "Here's a whole box of brand new stuff. Try all of it." <laughs> so, right. but. Uh, but yeah, I mean they do it with a lot of the riders too. Um, you know, I know Henry and even Alex are in the past. You know, we'd always get stuff in advance just to make sure it held up before the season started. Right. Um, you guys support a lot of riders, a lot of privateers. Um, last year, you were a big part of the HEP team. 
Um, and I think who are they with? Is it Thor they're with yeah, they're this with year? Thor this year is is that like how do, how does a deal like that work? Do you even know the details of like why they're not with them this year? Um, kind of, yeah. I'm not really sure if I'm supposed to talk about okay. it, but um, I just I know they got a really good offer. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's Thor. really it's pay, but it's money coming to the team is is really probably the reason. Uh, I would say, yeah. yeah. I mean, I loved working with Dustin. I know right. Dustin and Andy were in the talks this year. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, um, I don't know all the details. Sure, but, sure. I mean, I, I loved working with their team last year. They were super awesome. Um, and it's, I, I know that it was no, like, no burned bridges or anything because yeah. I still go over there and all the time. And I know Andy's gone over there and talked to him this year, too. So, cool. Um, you know, sometimes you just kind of got to step away and do what's best for you. And yeah. that's what they did. So, and are you, you still pretty tight with A-Ray? You guys talk regularly? Oh, heck yeah, man. He called me an hour ago. We were, I'm on his way. I'm going to his house tomorrow. That's awesome. So, what, what, I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. Um, how, what do you think about his season so far with, you know, this new team? And, um, you know, there's a big difference from being in the factory Yamaha to the, the Hep Suzuki. Um, you know, what do, what do you think about his season so far? He's been doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, he's obviously had some bumps in the road. Um, sometimes he has, like, old A-Ray moments, but <laughs> there's just so much maturity out of him in the yeah. last two years. But yep. he's grown up. You know, he got in a lot better shape, and um, it shows, um, I think. Sometimes, like I said, he has old A-Ray moments, and that right. costs him a lot. But, I mean, there's nights where he's on it, and he's so consistent and smooth that he never had that in the past. And, yeah, um, I, I, I agree. I agree. I think, um, you know, I, he and I talked privately a little bit about the the jokes, you know. Well, actually, when I was interviewing him at Dallas on press day, um, I brought the word cattywampus up, and he just shook his head. He said, man, you know, you say a word. I said it one time, and it just blew up into this huge thing. And I know he's sick of hearing it, you know, and I kind of feel bad for him at times because I feel like it's been it's been turned into this huge thing. And I think it kind of maybe wears on him a little bit because the dude's got so much talent. Like you said, he's come so far in two years. He's came a long oh, way yeah. from the um, pink JT gear. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if he says he only said cattywampus one time, he is delusional. Because <laughs> I have to do that damn word every day. Right. Uh, yeah, I know. But, like, but I think it just, it, it, he didn't expect it to do what it it's done. You know, and I think I actually texted him. I said, dude, you got because he was he was well he got into it with Bowers that night you know on pulp and I text him afterwards I said dude just you gotta let that shit go two years ago you're struggling to make mains you know and now you know you got a factory ride last year and it's man he's got nothing angry yeah he did was not happy he was not happy with Bowers that was was an uncomfortable (laughs) moment for sure I think everybody everybody listening was all just sitting back like yeah "Mm," like with hate it when mom and dad argue (laughs) where's the popcorn (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah I, I think he's going to continue to get better. And Cade, man, I I, I want to see good things out of, out of you this year, man. And I'll see you up there competing for wins and uh, bumping elbows, man. And and hope to see you back in the U.S. racing soon. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, you know, like before I left, I was starting to ride really well. Um, I took a I took a bunch of time off, and yeah, and then I really got back into it. And you know, before I left, I was doing my thirties really well and everything. I had good speed. I was impressed with myself, and nice. others were impressed with me too. So that's that's always a positive this early in the season. So yeah, um, hopefully once I get on my bike, I can just you know work off that and continue to try and get better and just uh, be better every day. 
Well, it sounds good. We're looking forward to watching you. I'll be watching the, the Canadian Nationals on the uh, – I think it's the the, the triple uh, – what is it? Rockstar Triple Crown website streams them, so I'll be watching and pulling for you, bud. Heck, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, are you going to be at Houston, Nashville, or Denver, or all of the above? Houston, for sure. Um, Nashville, no. Denver, no. Okay. Maybe Vegas. Okay. Um, so – well, I'll see you in Houston, and I'm going to make a point to find you. All right, fair enough. Don't ditch me this time. Because I totally forgot that this was the second time that this has happened. Yeah, it, well, it happened at Houston last year, my first one. But, yeah, that was that was my first Supercross as media ever, and I, that was the most stressed. I've Like, I was – man, I, I didn't know what to expect. So, I, anyway, it won't happen again, I promise. All right, sounds good. All right, Kate, thanks for coming on, man. Have a good night, bud. Yep. Hey, night. man, I really appreciate you having me. I'm talking to you guys. All right, bud. See you. See you. Later. Cade Clayson. Dude, that's, I'm excited, but him getting some information that be coming out and Brock, yeah, yeah. and maybe we can just go down there and just burn Wada's facility to the ground or kick him out or whatever it takes because, yeah. Nah, yeah it that's was, awesome. He's getting news of some sort. Somebody yeah. getting news is just amazing. Okay, so we need to take another quick break. Um, we will be back with Maggie Blair here shortly. Um, we're going to do the Atribis giveaway during the break with our YouTube listeners. I have a trivia question from Brian Fullerton. He's the Atribis rep. He's, he's got us a question to, to ask. All right. So once again, if you're not watching on YouTube, you guys are missing out on some stuff. But we still have other giveaways that we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Yeah, we do dear for the show yeah. people too. So And we will be talking about that again at the end of the show. But we'll be right back. Let's begin. All right, our next guest is on the line, and she is brought to you by Fly Racing. Since 1998, Fly Racing has been focused on developing the best gear possible. Coming up this weekend, Fly will be releasing their new kinetic mesh gear, which we are giving away a set of tonight. So go to flyracing.com or your local dealer to see all that Fly has to offer. They say every successful man has a, uh, a woman behind him, a good woman behind him, and I think that's the case in this situation maggie blair how are you i am doing great you guys how are you we're doing good so i want to get you on because every we do this pretty regular we like to get the wives or the girlfriends of riders or industry people to get the other side of it um now you've been married to daniel just recently uh for like 14 years is that right yeah this uh this year 2019 will be 15 years 15 years goodness that's yeah yeah so you i mean look you you met him uh, you guys probably were fairly young uh through his probably wild days his pro days his <laughs> band days so we're gonna get into all this um so but just before we get started like how did you meet daniel uh i met him my brother's best friend was his mechanic for one summer. Okay. And he came to my hometown, and he was going to a party, and he needed a spot to keep his bike overnight that was okay. safe and secure. So his That's, mechanic... This is a great goes, story already. <laughs> he goes, oh, you know, my, my buddy's got a place. They got a big old shop. They got bikes. They'll walk it up for you. They'll keep it overnight. No problem. So they show up, and I kind of, I was out in the shop hanging out with my dad and brother, um, always a tomboy out there, mm -hmm. and um, he comes in, and I'm just like, whoa, who's this guy? 
I, I mean, I had a boyfriend at the time. He had a girlfriend, I found out. But it was just nice nice to look at. And <laughs> he actually um, he actually said that he had to use the bathroom just so he could come back inside and get another look at me is what he oh, said. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Smooth. What game. All right. <laughs> and that, that was the extent of his game for a couple months. <laughs> And then I actually, I ended up making the first move. Is, um, I found out my boyfriend came home and, and spent some time with another girl, so I was done with that. And I told my, I called up my brother's friend, and I said, that boy you brought over, get him on the phone. I want to go on a date with him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and how old were you guys and at the time? Or, you know, approximately. Because I, I don't, you may not want to give your age. I was 16. And he uh, was just about to turn um, 18. Yeah, we're two years older. Uh, yeah, so I was 16. He was just about to turn 18. That That's like me and my wife. We've been married for 22 years this year. Jeez, I'm old. Yeah, and yeah, we were, yeah, we were about that age too. So that's yeah, that, wow. that's amazing. I, I love yeah. stories like that. You know, like when we hear about Marvin and Matilde and those stories. Uh, uh, you know, Kyle Chisholm and Brittany have been together since their teenage years. It's so rare these days and you know in this industry where the guys are traveling a lot and you know there's there's you know and especially with daniel i mean he's in a band and he's racing motocross to to be able to have a relationship like that and a foundation and keep it going it's it's something special it's really i think it's really cool uh, yeah i think it's pretty cool i mean it's it's not to say it doesn't come easy there's sure. definitely been there's been struggles and a lot of ups and some downs but i think it's it's pretty awesome that we can say you know i've i've known him more than half my life yeah so well and so when you guys first started dating where was he at was he still an amateur at that time or was he already racing pro so he he, at that age he would have probably maybe just went pro yeah he he had just uh just turned pro and he was getting a little bit of support from I think one of the dealerships, you know, up here, up by us, and it, it wasn't too much, but, yeah, I mean, besides that one year he rode for Geico, he, we've yeah. been, he's been privateer. We've been privateer the whole way. Right. <laughs> so. and, and and how is that, so th- this is where I like to really ask the, the, the female side of it, you know, when, when he's racing and, like, he's winning, um, you know, it, like, what is your role in his program, and then... When he has an injury, like he's had some pretty bad injuries, how oh, is yeah. he a big baby? <laughs> you know, do you have to take care of him? You know, you know, because we 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 guys have these big egos and we're macho, but then we get hurt and we're mm-hmm. like little children and we need to be taken care of. I know my fiance's had to take care of me numerous times. So, what was that? Give, oh, yeah. give us a little bit of that background. How what your role was in his program? The role was, I mean, I I am just more of like the solid rock of whatever he needed I was I just provided that foundation of constant like support no matter what whatever it was he didn't need me yelling at him at the practice track you know I would I would time I I would do laughs with him and stuff like that but he didn't need me to be yelling at him or, or pointing things out he he was always pretty good with that but just to be the support wherever I could come in and and help with anything possible that would lighten his load or help him relax a little bit or just anything like that. Like that, that's my role. So, so as you were young together, y'all were pretty much like, like 
kids together, and you saw him yeah. going through all the pains of being a privateer and all that stuff. Does that, like, I guess, sway your your plans with the kids? That you, like, your son starting to ride, he's going to get to do that KTM deal, which was his reaction was amazing. But does that <laughs> does that influence you when you know the hardships of moto? Does it make you like want to steer him away or anything like that? Um, a bit. I, I just, it's nothing's too serious yet with him, so I can't, I can't say that we have set, you know, a future on racing. He's still so little, and as long as he enjoys it and loves it, then we are in for him. But you know, we're not, we're not all in, yeah, <laughs> all in yet until <laughs> until he shows a little. I mean, he still get he, he'd be out there, and he's like squirrels. Right, like, yeah, right, right. You know, yeah. it, so until he really gets that that drive in himself and he's ready to go for it, then we'll do it and and we'll we'll hopefully do it a little smarter the second time around. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we because we know and we've been there, so we'll uh, we'll we'll see. And I'm going to ask you a little bit more about Evan here and Elena in a minute, but mm-hmm. um, with Daniel, I didn't really get your answer with his injuries. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what's Daniel like when he's hurt? Oh, Lord. Um, uh, you know, I mean, he's just just a big old baby. He just needs, <laughs> I need water, I need my ibuprofen, I need, <laughs> I need a foot massage. I got to No, actually, he's, he's not too bad. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, he, I have more trouble kind of slowing him down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, you're not need supposed to be up walking yet. Right, you need right. To, you need to just relax and like, no, I want to get my own glass of milk <laughs> out of the fridge. Yeah, that, that's. A, I think that's a typical guy that that we're hard headed. That makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, when he was racing, especially professionally, um, what were you like a nervous wreck when he was racing, or are you pretty calm and confident in his abilities and that he was going to be okay? No, I am surprisingly as calm as a cucumber. If I mean, people actually think it's a bit weird that <laughs> I'm not more like emotional or, or just anything, but I, I almost get into a spot where I, I mean, I know his ability and even like, even when he would crash, I could watch him and kind of gauge how it was going to be. And, Oh, okay. You know, he's kind of laying there for a while. Yeah. Uh, all right, I should probably start heading down, head back <laughs> to the truck or something. But no, I'm very, very calm, cool, collected, kind of in my own head. Um, yeah, not, not, not crazy at all. Not a, right. not a very emotional, loud <laughs> observer. Okay, it's the same way when you're yeah. watching the Evan ride, or is it completely same? Different? Same way. That's um, awesome. It was, it was when he first started. I, I feel like I was a little, I had to be out there, like, chasing him around because he's just, they're so little, and they literally yeah. have no clue what they're doing. I mean, he could he could turn and go the opposite way if we really weren't, like, showing <laughs> right. him the whole track. Like, so he, like he did I, at I Glendale? Like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Bring that up to Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's so embarrassed. Nah. But, yeah, I mean, you see, it still, it still happens. But, sure. um just, just in the beginning, because he was still, you know, he's such a little guy, and now he's bigger, and I, I'm kind of the same way as I was with Daniel. I'm real, as long as he's good that's on good. the line, and I feel like 
he's okay, then yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I always felt like my wife that really didn't care when I raced, but she's a nervous wreck when my kids <laughs> race. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. So okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying people like Daniel. I love Daniel. I think he's a great guy. He's been very helpful to us, but people like him really make me mad that are so good at everything. <laughs> like he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's a great racer. Clearly he won a championship, even if it is just a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a regional championship, he still won a championship. Um, mm-hmm. he's a hell of a singer. Uh, he's <laughs> really, really good on TV. His podcast is great. He seems to be a good businessman. Uh, it's not really fair. And she's speaking <laughs> highly of him too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, he's got the whole, the whole right, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he clearly seems to be a good husband, um, you know, but when he did the band thing, so that, that's even, um, that I would think that's even harder to maintain a relationship doing a band. I know he didn't do it full time, you know, on tour all the time, but he did go on some tours. Um, oh, yeah. what did you think about that? And, you know, how often did you get to go with him? Was, you know, there's always, um, the hangers on and stuff at, whether you're a professional racer or a, yes. a band, you know, how, how, how was that for you? That, that period was a bit more rough. I'd say okay. than the racing, honestly, it, it was, it was very difficult to navigate that because we were, you know, married maybe a year or two mm. when the whole band kind of started and it, it was just a rough time with, oh, I'm going to go, you know, with the guys and we're going to go sing here and now I'm going to go here and we're going to do this. And yeah, it's like, I'm not, I'm not insecure at all, but then sometimes it's like, oh man, you got, you know, you got all these girls hanging out and you want to go here and there and all over the place. And I'm like, I don't know about this. Right. Well, I don't know if this is the life for me. The racing life I can... I can handle this groupy life with something else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a lot of friends in bands, and one of my buddies—he's Madonna's guitar player, but he's married and has like five kids. And I don't know how mm-hmm. they do it. You know, I don't know how you stay gone for a year and maintain yeah. a relationship. And um, I kind of figured the band thing was at an earlier stage before you had kids, um, but it's just—I wondered, you know, how how that uh, dynamic worked sandbagger yep. yeah it, it was a bit rough and especially because his uh you know his brother's in the band yes vincent and <laughs> yeah vincent and, and me and vincent i i love him but me and him can be around each other for about 10 minutes before we start we start going at it i can i've never met vincent I like, but i can see that <laughs> well when when i came into the picture you know i was 16 and he was a couple years younger so it's like we really were kind of brother and sister we really grew yeah. up together and he lived with us the first couple of years we were married mm. so very very difficult time whenever they were around and come home from work and it's like a band practice in our house and <laughs> yeah. it's like holy moly and then just oh this band's coming to stay the night this weekend you didn't know that and it's like oh my god oh and at fun. that time it was it was like the uh kind of the emo scene so i'm like oh, yeah. better go hide I need to go hide all my skinny jeans in my closet <laughs> and steal them from me. <laughs> uh, that's funny. So y'all, but a lot of a lot of good stories. Though. Right. So you've been through so many different, I guess, like <laughs> avenues Curious. with him and stuff like that. When you look at it now, with him doing the TV, traveling for that, and doing the podcast, and then mm-hmm. with and taking Evan racing and all the stuff he does now, I mean, 
is it does he have more time at the house with y'all with all that or is it keeping him like super busy in a way or um we're i feel like we're kind of always just used to the the travel schedule you know like the january through may yeah it's it's been every year since going on 17 years now so i feel like we're just we're kind of always used to that time and i mean yes it's nice like you go away for two days and then you come home and get a little we get a little break and then we get you back for the week and but i mean he's he's got his hands in so much stuff that he really doesn't have his time at home is is very well spent but it's it's very uh controlled you know like okay i got i'm home for a few hours and then i gotta go to bed and get up early and well i I understand that because i work out of town (laughs) yeah and my wife tells me that i'm gone long enough for her to miss me and home long enough for her to want me to leave so (laughs) there you go that's that's exactly it (laughs) yeah so um he's doing the tv now obviously and that's going really well I, i i think he's very good at it. Uh, you got to go with them on a just a couples retreat this weekend to Atlanta. That, from what I understand, <laughs> from listening to the main event show this week, that that hasn't really ever happened in a long time since the kids have been around. Um, yeah. Tell us what you thought of the experience being being behind the scenes a little bit, watching what he does, and uh, how you were feeling Sunday on the ride home because I think you had some fun. <laughs> Well, I'm still paying for it because once you get over a certain age, drinking all night and then showing up at the airport kind of kicks your butt a little bit. I would think so. So, yeah. But, um, no, it was uh, it was great. We usually get to pull like a once a season, just a weekend where I get to go, thank goodness, and someone can watch the kids. But yeah. it's so much fun to go now and see – you know, everything behind the scenes and see how it all works and, and to be a part of that and, you know, watch him just the fact that he can fly and land and get an Uber and then go here for a rehearsal and check in here for this and that. And it's just like, oh, it makes my head spin because I can't multitask like that. He's finally growing but, up. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's finally growing up. Hey. But it's, I just love the team, you know, the, yeah. the production team and, and everything. They're, they're so awesome. It's so cool. So you, you mentioned something a second ago that kind of, um, I have a question for you now. The Uber yeah. thing. He, he told a little story on Pulp Monday night. Did you, <laughs> did you hear that? Uh, about me trying to tell him where the Uber yeah, was? Yeah, I want your side of the story. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So here's the deal. It's like when we, sh- when he gets off the plane, and if you've been around him, you, you know, he's got, I mean, he carries two phones. He's, constantly texting on the phone, talking, emailing something. Like, he's always kind of distracted and doing something. So we're walking out, and I just happened to see the signs, like, rideshare this way, Uber's this way. And I just told him, hey, I think we're supposed to go this way because he looked a little distracted. And he's like, I do this every weekend. I know where (laughs) I'm going. Like, okay, okay. I'm just trying to help. He looked a little distracted. So... Okay, I'm gonna. Bl- I choose to believe your side of yeah. the story, and it was actually on main. Okay. It was on a main event that he said that, not Pulp. But um, yeah, yeah, he was te- having that story with Vincent, and uh, the, uh, and uh, my mind just blanked on uh, who else was in studio. Producer Joe and Stank, Stank, Dog. Stank Dog, yeah, Stank. But uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to get your side. So a couple more questions, and we'll let you go. Um, again, you, with Evan racing right now, um, and. You know, I asked him if he had to choose between racing and Legos. What would he pick? And he said racing. So that's pretty hardcore for Evan. Um, he's a, you know, I told Daniel this, 
you know, I got to meet Evan at Glendale, the kid, uh-huh. man. I, I just fell in love with that kid right away. He gave me a <laughs> hug when I was leaving. Such oh, a good yeah. kid. You guys are doing a great job. Um, mm, thank yeah. You. So, but tell us a little bit about your daughter, Elena. Let's give her a little bit of time. What, what is she into? Um, you know, we don't, I, I don't hear a lot of, you know, Dana talks about Elena, but usually when he's talking about mm-hmm. racing. So Evan comes up. So tell us a little bit about Elena. Yeah. Well, she is just the sweetest and shyest thing ever. She will not talk to you. Don't look at her. <laughs> don't, don't acknowledge her like until she knows you. I mean, it took, it took like two years for her to finally acknowledge Daniel's mom. Oh, like, wow. Oh, it, she is just, yeah. Like if you are in her wolf pack, then you're good. But if you're not, don't even look at her. Okay. But yeah, she's, she's a doll and she loves her brother probably more than anything. And she loves to just follow him around. You know, she's such a good little sister, goes to us with all these races, packs up and just heads off and spends all day at the track. Um, but, yeah, she she's always told us she wants to do BMX. And oh, cool. I think, I know, I think it's kind of funny, though, because she can't even ride a pedal bike. <laughs> but she, she does it on her little strider. Yeah. And she is... Uh, like I feel bad kind of for Daniel because of all the qualities that you would kind of want in your kid in a, in a racer, like the aggressiveness, the the drive, the passion, she has it. And oh, <laughs> it's, it's a tiny little baby girl. And it's like, Oh man. Well, that will be she, cool she, because, yeah. because of, of, it'll be like a new chapter. If she does get into BMX, it'll be something for him to learn and for the yeah. family to experience something a little different. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's kind of nice because Daniel took him a little bit over the summer when I was working, and um, Evan doesn't want to ride. He doesn't want to ride BMX. I think it's too much effort, you know, to pedal. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> he he likes that. the throttle. But, um, and yeah, he it was so surprising that he would sit there for her, all of her practices and be still and cheer her on oh, and cool. like, hey, wow. this is this is her turn. This is her turn, and I'm going to sit back and let her have it. Siblings are not supposed to get along like that. <laughs> I know, but not, don't worry. I'm sure they're. I got my bedroom door shut, and I'm sure they're tearing each other's right. eyeballs out right now outside. So, so, hey, like I said, a couple more questions. Uh, Houston's coming up. Sure. Evan um, has <laughs> got nominated to do the KTM Juniors, but Daniel will obviously be doing uh, Race Day Live and TV. So, m- you know, Moto Mom has to do all the, the gate stuff, I assume. <laughs> um, is that, yes. Is that something I, – I, I'm sure you've done it before, but is that something you're prepared uh-huh. for? Um, I am not going to prepare until about – the day before because if I think too much about it I'm going to freak out Um, but yeah I feel better about it you know just knowing that hey it's it's KTM Challenge and if anything is really not right with the bike at least there's all these mechanics there not solely on me oh yeah so that that makes me feel a little better I literally just have to roll the bike down to the start (laughs) and start it awesome well, so, I think I got it. <laughs> we'll be we'll be at Houston, so I'm going to come by and do a little interview with Evan for sure. Um, awesome. All right, last two questions. What okay. is Daniel's best quality, and what would he say is your best quality? Oh, geez. His best quality. Oh, man. Um, you stumped her on that one. <laughs> He doesn't have yeah, any. He doesn't yeah, have any. Just, <laughs> he doesn't have any. No, um, honestly, I, I would say, like, he he really is just such a um, 
he's such a giving person. Like, just he's got a big old heart full of love, and I know that sounds just so cheesy, but he really does care a lot about everyone, and he he really is a caring kind of guy, and he's got a really big heart, and he cares a lot about his crew and his friends and his family and his kids, and so he just just his heart. Awesome. Well, what would he say was yours? Um, I don't know. Probably like my. Um, I feel like it's like my uh, my support, like my my ability to just kind of remain even and neutral. Like I don't not too excited, not too sad. Just stay like kind of right in the middle and keep everything really even killed and all together. Awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, and we, <laughs> we got a question. One of our listeners, Gringo, asked if uh, Jim Holly has ever hit on you. <laughs> oh, maybe in some form. I don't know. But he, Jim, Jim is just, he is just, just Uncle Jim. He is the coolest guy and the sweetest guy, and he's just awesome to be around. Yeah, I, I got the chance to meet him through Daniel, and yeah, every time I see him, I don't think he recognizes me, but every time I uh-huh. see him, I'm like, what's up, Jim? He's, and he's just friendly and has time to talk. He's a great guy. <laughs> he um, is. He's so cool. Well, Maggie, I'm going to let you get back to your family. Thank you so much for taking some time with us. I hope you had a good time. Um, I did. Thank you. Yeah, it was great talking to you, and um, I hope you recover from this weekend, and we'll see you in Houston. Yeah. Thank you, guys. All right, Maggie. You have a good night. Have a good tell, night. Tell Evan, right. tell Evan Darkside said I'm bringing him Legos to Houston. Hey, oh, I am, I'm going to bring him so some Legos, fun. but he ha- I'm, I'm going to have stipulations on his attitude during the race. So, Okay. Well, he'll try to work you. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll see you guys in a few, uh, I guess, in about a month. Yep. All right, guys. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Maggie Blair. Dude, the... The the sometimes the people who aren't the racers and aren't the pros and all that stuff are some of the best interviews. Oh yeah, like I we like it's crazy. And I know we've had people in the past say that some of our guests are weird or. But man, I'm telling you, that's what they say that about you. I've never seen that about our guests. Bytards. My cards are like, well, they just have random people to know. But well, if people would listen. Nobody else does that. See, yeah. I don't even. I I would never know that anybody on Vital even knows we exist. Yeah. Barely I like no vital. vital I'm a straight Vitar. Yeah. So not that I mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't get on there. I, I talk mean, bad you know, about like, the show. Oh, do you? Cool. Yeah. It probably helps the great publicity, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like you know, I like people involved with it because like Cooksey's involved with it, and and Michael Lindsay and uh, Guy. Not B. Lindsay anymore. Well, no, he left, but I'm saying he was, you know, and but I just don't get on there. I, I don't have time, man. I feel like that's who we need to figure out how to get on as Guy B. I'd like to. I could do that. I'd like to hear his story, yeah. like like. Like how he got into the industry and all that okay. stuff. That'd be good. Um, so, all right. Uh, da, da, da. What, do we have anything this break? Let's let's take a break. Please. We'll be back with our last guest. These guys got to take a, use the bathroom, um, and we'll we'll wrap this thing up here shortly. All right, we are back on episode one fifteen, and our next guest is brought to you by Extreme Colors. You're rolling up to the line with a custom-painted helmet is one of the coolest feelings you can have. Kirk Hunter has been painting helmets since 1988, and his price has never changed. It's only $295 to get you a professional, one-of-a-kind paint job on your lid, just like the one sitting in front of me if you're watching YouTube. Contact Kirk at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com. So XK as in Extreme Colors, helmetpainting at gmail.com. 
On the line with me is uh, one of our listeners. He's a vet rider, Eric Tetzloff, and his son Eli will be on in a few minutes. Eric, what's up, dude? Not much, not much. Just uh, listening to you guys. Well, hey, we appreciate all your support, and you know, you, you sent us a video recently of your son riding at Kicker Arena Cross. It's like, man, we talk about having all these local guys on all the time, and I want to get a little bit of your background, man. Um, how long have you been riding? How did you get started riding? Give us a little bit of your story. Um, I've actually been racing for about 25 years. I didn't actually get started racing until I was like 19 I've been riding dirt bikes my whole life. Okay. Uh, probably since about four or five years old. My dad used to bring us a new bike home every spring, and myself and my younger brother would tear one up. By the end of the season, we'd start over the following spring. So y'all, were, you sent the video in from the kicker. Where are y'all out of? Where's y'all like? Where? What town do y'all live in? And a state. Um, we're in, uh, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, which is pretty much smack dab between Madison and Milwaukee are y'all, on the main ice system. Are y'all traveling to all of those kicker rounds? No, we, we went to, uh, the Chicago one. It was close. I'd like to, but it's, I'm working. So it's, it's kind of like you guys. It's tough to get to all the good races. Right. Well, it, so who got you involved in the motorcycles? Was that your dad, or is that something you just discovered on your own as a you know a teenager? No, uh, my dad. Okay. Yeah, my dad got me into it. He actually um, was more into like street bikes and stuff. But us being kids, we lived out in the country. Sure, so he'd, he'd get us bikes. That's cool. What was your first bike? Uh my first bike was a, a Honda Mini Trail 90. That was probably way too big for me, but my older brother would ride on in, in behind me. Okay. So you guys had to share and all that. That's, and and yeah. now, what are you riding now? What have you got? Uh, right now, we're on a, um, YZ125. My son and I share. Okay. I, uh, That's awesome. About Yeah, yeah about three, three years ago, I'd say I... I sold my KTM 350 so I could get him two bikes because we were running 85 and Super Mini. Oh, okay. The Super Money class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what level are you? When you, I know you race for fun here and there. You said you're a vet rider, but like, what class and what level are you? Um, I'm vet B right now, so kind of like that novice that uh intermediate yeah i was racing a class for a while um years you know years ago but okay. i didn't go very far <laughs> i understand <laughs> um and what are the what's the racing scene like where you're at you know i mean do you have good turnouts what are the tracks like um is it is it seem like the sport's growing um you know i'd say when when i was racing it was bigger it's starting to get bigger again now. You know, back in the 90s, we were pulling, you know, 20, 20 rider gates for A-class. And probably the last four or five years, you know, you get 10, Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's pretty common, I guess. I mean, you know, in the, all the theories of the expense of racing and, you know, I mean, there's kids are into other things. So who knows? I mean, 
Your kid, Eli. How old is Eli? Eli is uh, 14. And, I mean, is this, is Moto, like, really what he's just ate up with, or is he really involved in a lot of other things, too? Well, um, pretty much right now, it's just Moto. He was big into football and did some basketball, but he bonked his head once or twice playing football, and then he did it riding dirt bike and uh my wife said you need to choose oh, okay. either dirt bike or, right. or football so he chose chose moto i think yeah long term that's the right choice i mean like there's only typically you know most of us are only gonna play football through school probably and then but moto moto you can do your whole life and just have fun with your buddies and like you're doing with your kid getting experience that um you know i think it's pretty cool i think you one of your posts, if I'm not mistaken, was a picture of you and your son. It's like, hey, my be- my best buddy, you know, and I riding together. Dude, that's what this yeah. is all about, man. You getting to share that time sure. with your kid and then your buddies too, man. That's just, yeah, there's really nothing better. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, I have a, a younger brother who's 16 years younger that, I mean, we got him into riding when he, he was – like two years old we brought him home a jr50 and and that was that was it and now he's got some lung issues and mm. he had some heart issues so he hadn't been able to ride still comes to the track and wrenches he's kind that's of cool. my boy's mental coach so yeah that's awesome man well hey let, let's talk to eli real quick yeah for sure here he is okay hey what's up guys how are you eli I'm good. How are you? Doing good, man. So, you know, your dad sent me a video, and I've seen some of the Instagram stuff of you riding this uh, that kicker series a little bit. And what do you think of that? What do you think of those indoor small arena crosses? Um, well, they're doing pretty good. They um, they like to stick to their very, like, arena cross-based stuff. They don't like to change their stuff. Uh-huh. Um, my mom didn't really like it because of the whole pro rule where you can still jump on yellow flags, but... You just had to realize that that's kind of the way it is. And yeah, it's just how it works. How how was your um like like your results and stuff like that? And how do you like? I know some kids are good at the indoor stuff and and not as good outdoors. How how where do you fare and how did you finish? Um, I'm usually pretty good at the indoor stuff. I ended up, I think, the first night. There was a lot more guys in the class, and it was a it was a tougher class. It was more of an intermediate class. I ended up like third, and then um, the second night I won my uh, novice class, and I think uh, open class I got like third and ended up nice. crashing in that one. And nothing wrong with that. You're you're definitely a yeah, lot faster than I am. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. What is it? What does it mean to be able to share this experience with your dad and you know he, him getting you involved and and have this bond? Um, it's awesome. I, I um, it means a lot. It's it's nice to be able to learn from him because it's um, it's just I get to spend time with them when yeah. other kids don't get to spend time with their dad. A lot of times just go hang out with friends on the weekend and sometimes i just get a good weekend with my dad and get to talk to him absolutely well you said something that surprises me as um because 
I mean, if you listen to the show, people, I, I have a kid, and kids don't usually like to learn from their parents. They usually don't. They don't listen. Like if if somebody else tells my kid, "Hey, you need to do this," and I tell them, "You need to do this," they're gonna listen to the other person no yeah. matter what. They never listen to dad. Da- dad's an idiot, but yeah, this dad's other guy knows everything. Idiot, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty good. It shows it shows a maturity out of you. Yes, it is. Mm, yep. Yep. Yeah, I think that's really good because, like you said, you know, I mean, it's always fun to hang out with your buddies. But, you know, when you're our age, like I'm in my 40s, you're going to look back on this time with your dad, you know, and be like, man, I'm so glad I had that. And hopefully you'll still when you're 40 and your dad's I don't know how much older than you he is, but hopefully he'll still be, you know, out there with you and you will still have that time because this is moto something that's for life if, if you want it to be. Oh, yeah, he'll still be kicking. Yeah. So what are your goals, Eli? I mean, um, you know, do you see yourself trying to get a pro license and do some pro stuff or do you, you know, what do you, what are you thinking? And, and if not moto, if let's say moto doesn't work out, what are you into? What would you like to make a career out of? Um, well, right now I'm really focused on this moto stuff. Sure. Like, uh, I'd, I'd like to get to nationals, like to go to Loretta's and spend some time there and see what it's like. And um, I'd also like to end up getting my pro card in the future. Okay. Because okay. Um, a lot of guys here um, up north in Wisconsin, we got a couple good guys that make mains and a couple good guys that make nationals, but we don't we don't really have a big presence at the pro races. And I'd like to change that. Hey, man, I like that. That's a good goal. Um, you know, I definitely, you know, I'm sure your dad and your mom tell you to focus on your school and keep that, you know, always have that in your back pocket, but there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, what do you have in the way of sponsors? Do you have people helping you out besides mom and dad? Oh, yeah, we got all sorts of people. We got Rock River, Ross, our fly guy, um, X Brand. There you go. Jesse Williams. We got all sorts of stuff. Well, good, man. That's that's a good foundation. So you said you're going yep. to be making a run for Loretta's. Um, what what qualifiers? What areas y'all going to be like? Region is y'all going to? And and what like where can people see you ride next? I guess you'd say. What and what number are you? Um. Well, I'm going to be riding a uh, um at Freestone in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be six forty nine on a Yamaha. Yeah, we'll be um, out there. Yep. I'm going to. Wild, we're going to try to get out the Wildcat for the qualifier there because the regional for that one's really nice. And uh, don't really have anything too set in stone right now. We just kind of got to see where where it goes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I know TJ and his son will be and JT. They'll be out at Freestone throughout the week. I'm going to come out on Friday. We'll definitely um, hunt you down and your dad, and we'll we'll do some. We'll you or GoPro some interviews, but yeah, that's really cool, man. I, I'm really impressed with you as a person already just the way you your mentality and you clearly have respect and uh with your for your with your dad i think it's really awesome man thank you thank you what classes are you running at the js7 um i think i'm going to be running the uh 120 one of the 125 classes uh the 250 c junior class and i think there's another one in there that i'm going to be hitting well, that's awesome. We'll we'll definitely get to watch you race because we got some friends and other riders that'll be in those classes. So it's a steep competition, man. You're that's a big race and it's going to bring out a lot of really fast guys. So it'll be cool to see you um, how you do there at the one of those uh, one of the bigger nationals. 
Yeah, I'd like to see how I rank up with those guys. Well, that's awesome, man. Hey, I really appreciate you. I know your dad's a big supporter of our show. I don't know if you listen really or not, um, but I appreciate your dad. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, Give out your social media, your Instagram, so if people want to follow you, they can check it out. Um, My social media, my Instagram is EliTetzloff649. So cool. go follow it there. And I'll, I'll put that in when I tag, when I post tomorrow on Instagram, I'll make sure I tag you guys. So if anybody that's listening wants to check that out, just go to our, our Instagram and you can follow Eric and Eli both. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, Hey, real quick, before I let you go, who's your favorite rider in uh supercross two four fifty class? Oh, I got to go with Ken. I love his stuff. Good pick. Yeah. He's a, he's is he, is he going to get a win soon? Be real. I'm hoping. Okay. He's got to get his stuff together. Uh, hey, good He's answer. A off right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's coming, though. Things are going to turn around by the end of the year, and we're going to have a hell of a finish at Vegas. Oh, yeah, we are. All right, Eli. Thank you, man. Tell your dad, Eric, thank you so much. Appreciate you guys coming on. We're about to wrap this show up, but we'll uh, we'll see you at Freestone. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Abs- Freestone. Absolutely, buddy. See you, see you, bud. Yep. All right, that is Eric and Eli Tetzloff. Dude, I hope I said that right. The second, that's that last cool time. kid. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I like hearing that, man. That remind like that made me think of like me and my dad growing up. You know, riding in the desert or wherever we were, and yeah, you know, and always trying to do stuff like that together. That's yeah, that's that's cool. Um, okay, so before we wrap this thing up, the uh, the contest that we talked about at the beginning of the show, the Amsoil wholesale contest um go to motoxpodshow.com click on the amsoil contest tab is all the information there get entered get a chance to win we're going to run this thing for about three more two more two or three more weeks um same thing with the fly racing if you want to win a set of fly kinetic mesh gear that's going to be released this weekend the 2019 fly kinetic mesh um we're going to have a a word a secret word Oh, you know what I just thought of? Yeah, what'd you think of? The people that listened on YouTube, they won't know. That. Aren't going to go back and listen. That, that's their fault. No, that's bullshit. No, that's part of it. We gave <sighs> we gave away things on YouTube that the people who listened didn't get. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Okay, well, this we're gonna do it different next time, but that's how it's gonna be this time. There's gonna be a secret word hidden in the show somewhere. We'll have to do the secret words. Yeah, on I mean, the, shows the that YouTube we don't people, if you YouTube. want a chance, you'll have to go back and listen to the whole show again. And you don't know where it is. But the next time, we got to do something a little different. Well, the next time we'll do the secret words on episodes that we don't have YouTube. It's a good idea. There so you go. anyway, but we're also gonna run. You know, we're gonna run this contest for. We're not gonna get pick a winner for about two weeks. It's all gonna be based off this episode. But we're going to give people that take a week or two to get to it a chance to win. So listen for the secret word and email us again at MotoXPodShow. Or what are you laughing at, me? Oh, Gringo. Oh, Gringo's awesome. He asked what Maggie was wearing while she was on the I phone. Knew, I knew that stuff was coming, man. <laughs> That's why we I had- wasn't going down that road with Maggie, man. Sorry. Too soon. Um, um, anyway, so, yeah, if, to win the fly gear, once you hear the secret word, MotoXPodShow.com contact form. Give us your answer and why you deserve to win the gear. That's it. Um, are we done, TJ? Anybody got anything? Uh, as far as the podcast, we're still recording on the podcast. Part. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Saying, you guys got anything left, or are we, we ra- ready nope. to wrap this up? Okay, so all right, I guess that is it, JT. No, I'm good. Once again, you are quiet half the time. You're too quiet, dude. Nah. 
This dude, that, so people who don't know JT, the dude is full of knowledge. Yeah. He is like a, like, what do you call it? A fantasy, like, assassin. The dude's killing it. <laughs> 25th out of... Fourth. The 24th. He's not listening. 24th, not 25th. Yeah. Out of, like, 50,000 people who are playing. It's, it's awesome. freaking awesome. Um, so... Okay, let's wrap this up because I'm hungry again. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching on YouTube. Support us, as always, on our all the different social media, Patreon, all that good stuff. We're out. 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 Hey, just a little show edit. Uh, I talked to Eric Tetzloff after the show, and they, they wanted to mention one of their sponsors that they left out, Williams Motor Works. It's Williams Moto, M-O-T-O-W-E-R-X. They do all the suspension and motor work for Eli and Eric. These guys seem to help that the father and son duo out quite a bit, and they want to get that plug in, so I just want to add this at the end. Thanks, guys. See ya.